Progate Racing, show us your tips, Daggy Flying Solo, to kick off 2023 with a midweek preview. A soft start to 2023, we'll say, but uh, racing from Warwick Farm and Geelong this afternoon, at least it's something to bet on. Uh, we kick off at Warwick Farm on a good track, the rail in the true, quite firm. They'd only received a couple of mils overnight, but rain on the way this afternoon, we're told, uh, just in time for the Sydney test. But uh, not a bad meeting. If we don't get the rain, it may be tricky to make up ground there, but we'll keep an eye out throughout the afternoon. We kick off with very much a soft start. Uh, Four-year-old and up maiden over the 1,200 metres where nothing of the race brigade really was getting me that excited. So I've gone with the two lightly raced one. Well, the debutante up the top there and a lightly raced. Both in the same uh, basket, debuting for the Chris Waller stable. Different road get is mapped to lead under J-Mac and has been backed early off a couple of OK trials. And Mesodon, the top weight who... Uh, debuts uh, with Nash on off the back of trials again. Five-year-old debutante, but I thought has ticked over okay since coming to the Wally Yard in his last couple of trials. Uh, obviously Nash going on, I'm taking that as perhaps a second seed to J-Mac, but I think couldn't find anything to be jumping up and down about from the uh, more exposed horses, so the two I'm going to start the day with in the first. The second, similar story, similar tune here with, but this time I'm going to flip. I'm going to have... Um, Nash on top here on Ocean Honor. I like the debut there. Uh, got out late, hit the line quite well. I think the step up to 1,400 metres suits. And uh, it's trials before its debut. I thought we're just about as good as step asides, uh, who it meets again here for beating at home. Uh, but at the price, it's it's four times the price, and I, I'm happy to back it each way from the favourite step aside. And again, not a great deal I really wanted to charge into outside of those two. So I'll open the day with uh, a Waller of uh, a Waller Gala in the first couple. The third, uh, we go away from that a little bit and we get a horse dropping back in grade in the uh, benchmark 72 over the 1,400 metres. Apprentice race. Uh, and that's Electra, who just got bumped at a key stage coming back from uh, back in the Sunshine in Paris race. Once it did balance up and get clear air, hit the line quite nicely. And I think that suits well for this race here. Back to Wednesday grade. Reese Jones in a Claiming race is a tick, and um, clearly the horse to beat, actually. From Banana Queen, who gets Dylan Gibbons, the, the obvious uh, other best apprentice in town. So uh, one from two in race three. The fourth, we get to the 2,200-metre staying race on the card, where Villadon, a, a fortnight back, found a race it had to win. It won, and won well enough, and it actually finds a weaker race. This, there's nothing else here, I even remotely want to think about backing. So J-Max sticks uh, and around the even money mark, I think, is going to be very hard to beat. Again, the fifth is a 1,600-metre benchmark, 72. I'm going to stick with the Duke of Buckingham here. Uh, odd ride last time out. Jumped in front, sort of sat out there and looked at everything else. Uh, all of a sudden it was on the bend and going backwards, so not quite sure what the go was there. Uh, but the two wins before that here were very good. Uh, Claimer comes off, Nash goes on and gets the perfect run in what is, to me, an average race. Uh, and I think scratchings uh, have helped that. I did go looking for Rosevo as the obvious danger. It does need to win one now. We've been saying that for the best part of, what, three months now, so... Duke Buckingham, Keane, uh, and Milky Bar Kid at the top there, who was favourite when I did the form, was going backwards 
both trials, I really couldn't get Scenic dead excited about there at all. Uh, apart from the fact, I think they've just thought this is um, a gay leader, first up a mile, must have something up the sleeve. But I think the Duke does run quite well here and uh, is a nice betting chance. If you missed out last time, if you can get around the four or five, $4, $5 mark there, good way to recoup some of that. The 6,000 metre benchmark, 64. Yeah, I've got nothing to tell you here. I have no idea. I tried. Uh, I couldn't get a clear leader one to follow, so I moved on. The seventh is a 1,400-metre benchmark 72, where I'm going to sing from the same hymn sheet I have been for most of the day. Nash rolls forward underneath these two um, on Huon. Blue colours just tried to thread the needle at Canterbury last time out. Didn't get clear air and just got uh, nabbed by one that did. And uh, now, according to the racing New South Wales maps, he's going to be rolling forward up on pace there. He's going to be very hard to run past from Rock Ribbed, who looked like it needed every bit of 1,400 metres first up. Uh, I think that suits now. Swoopers draw. You'd want to be seeing him make ground. But uh, I think they're the main chances. I think they're the two best horses at this stage of their careers. And that's why I'm going to play the day. Uh, so for progetracing.com.au and that whirlwind look at Warwick Farm, uh, I'm going to make my best. Race 3, number 1, Electra. All up race four, number three, Villadin. I did have my value as Duke of Buckingham, but has been backed overnight, so I'll make it race two, number nine, Ocean Honour, to hopefully kick us off to the New Year's in nice style in Sydney. We head down to Geelong uh, for a tricky card uh, on a good track with the rail true again. Uh, we don't get a Geelong nice long straight. Everyone will get their chance, all that sort of stuff they go on about, but... Um, we kick off there with a 2,200-metre staying race, and I have learnt the hard way not to bend into 2,200-metre staying races. In fact, every time I think I've even thought about it, I've been punished for it, so I, uh, I'm going to pass on this. Do your best here, punters, in the first. The second is a 1,700-metre maiden, though, with some, light, uh, some much less exposed horses, and I think the market has singled out the clear two here. I'm actually going to flip them around. I'm going to have uh, the top weight disputed river on top uh, of some nice trials. Most recently was pretty strong through the line, trialling alongside San Herberta, who obviously went to town and won on New Year's Day. Uh, but I think it runs well here from Amber Believer, who has uh, well, one day made it his debut at 2000, trialled well enough for this to kick it off here at 1,700 metres. So I assume it's just a... It's an out-and-out -out stayer, but I, I am clearly with those two as the main chances. We'll see where the market heads, but at this stage, I'll probably back a disputed river. The third is a 1,400-metre maiden. And I like the trials of uh, Patrick here for the Hayes team. Mickey D going on board, who's flying at the moment. Uh, probably my favourite go-to jockey down south these days. And a big strong bugger, he rolls along on the pace. He's uh, pretty pretty stylish in a few trials. He gets the right race here, just co uh, copying, copying, dropping in behind. Let's roll for the Waterhouse team. And hopefully can just sort of roll into this nicely and, more importantly, win and pay around the $5 mark. So it on top clearly from Let's Roll, who does get that lead and uh, potentially a comfy one up there. And quarter let down the bottom around the each-way price, I think is found the line quite nicely in all its jump outs and I think it's a talented horse. Good little maiden. Hopefully we can follow a couple of these through the next few weeks as we, we head into summer. The fourth 1,500 metre benchmark, 64. 
Uh, I'm sticking with the favourite here, Indifference. Uh, absolute last chance, but it does drop right back in grade to 64. Ben Mellum on, mapped perfectly. Uh, does get its chance here from Elika Dobes, who ran along quite nicely first up. Conditioners came out there, but I think it was a nice run, and I think we'll win one or two of these this prep. Uh, clear main danger for me. The fifth, 1,200-metre 64 again. Yeah, no, fifth is a 2,200-meter benchmark, 64. Look, I'm going to go... Actually, I'm going to bet this race. I'm going to back Flame of Venice at the HOA price. Uh, Froggy's riding quite well down there at some of these meetings. Had a bit wider. Uh, we'll roll along on pace there. Honest horse. And we've seen the format of that last race back up with Minor Legacy going to the Valley and winning. Uh, I think this race suits it really well. Keen around the $6 mark. And very clearly the horse to beat for mine. Uh, and the only one I'm really going to talk about here, back at each way, uh, should be fighting at the finish. The six is the 1200 metre 64. I am going to stick with the market here with every little breeze. Second up for the McAvoy team, around the $4 mark. Just looking now, it's been backed overnight and this morning. But uh, looks a real line chaser. Was just trying to duck up the inside again. Not always a comfortable watch when they try to thread the needle like that. Clear air here, and just I like the way it's found the line every start, and uh, going to be with it from a couple of the price. Sorrel Rising, good form through that first prep, and Jump Hats have been good around the $20 mark, and Dream Statement for, for Beaver's mate Paulie Pruska, he, again, about $15. Last couple of pennies starting to drop, fast little horse will roll along out in front, uh, we'll need to run the 1,200 out, uh, but it did quite comfortably last time out without a lot of pressure. Perhaps gets the same run here. So they're the two I'm going to play away from the favourite uh, and cover in the sixth. The seventh, 1,300 metre benchmark, 64. Uh, Invincible Bay on top for me at the current prices. I thought did have the perfect drop on the, the favourite here. They met last time out and key rival, Savory Sovereign, but um, found a line quite nicely there. And I think it's the same run again. And you can back it each way to do the same thing. Uh, so with it at the price from Mr. Invincible, who's 20s. And it just got absolutely no chance at all last time out. Uh, stuck back to the inside. Was just starting to flow into the race nicely. And uh, rest a horror watch after that. It's win beforehand. was was pretty good. 20 to 1. It'll be my roughy on the card for those that like to uh, live dangerously like I do. Uh, Savvy Sovereign, obviously, next best. The 8th, we're going to wrap up the day with Panache in a 1,100-metre benchmark, 64. But another blue colours with a bit of a last chance here. You want to see how the track's playing. I'm imagining it's still fair uh, from that gate. But uh, hopefully can find a nice stalking spot off a short SP at Mooney Valley. Run off its feet a little there, so back up to 1,100 will help. And a dropping grade obvious helps. Uh, will run well. Uh, the main, and it's the, the only play I'll really look at in the card... Uh, Jamara, in the race I should say, Jamara, lightly raced, uh, main danger if I had to name one, resuming for the for the Marin Eustace team. But um, as I said, a, a, a soft start to 2023, as uh, I'll make my best at Geelong, race five, number nine, Flame of Venice, keen it runs a race there at the each way price, and the value, race seven at number eight, Mr. Invincible. That's it for my whirlwind look through racing this Wednesday afternoon. 
Good luck, Savo, guys. Uh, stay safe, stay dry if you're in Sydney. And we'll be back, the Beaver will be back as well, hopefully, uh, on Friday to look towards the road to Magic Millions, a, a kickoff meeting there at the Gold Coast. And we'll have Sydney and Melbourne racing to discuss. Good punning. Talk soon.